at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Happy Wednesday with your host, Della Hill, on The Extraordinary Talk Show. Guys, I think I've got a really good show for you today. I think I have something to tell you that just may be one of those things that the understanding of which might change everything for you. First of all, like always, I don't expect you to believe a word I say. And I also don't expect you to do anything that I suggest. I only hope that you'll consider some of these things and decide for yourself if some of them are worth a self-study. Because I do believe that the best study is a self-study. And you can't know anything because I said it's true. But if I say something that rings a bell of truth or curiosity to you, and you decide to follow that and find out more about it on your own, that's what I really am hoping happens. Because, as always, I am not trying to tell you what to think, but I am trying to get you to think for yourself. So today... I want to talk to you about your body. I want to talk to you about your weight. And I actually want to give you the biggest weight loss secret that you've never heard. And how do I know that this is the biggest weight loss secret? Because this is what I did about 60 pounds ago. I hit the scales and I hit about 197. And I said, "Uh, there's no way that that scale is going to go three pounds higher than that. Something is going to change here. And so I did what I'm going to encourage you guys to do today. And by the way, it worked. Because I'm now weighing in right around 135, 140. And there's some truth and honesty for you. But this is the first thing I did. And then I did some other things. But this is the first thing I did that made the difference. And it's probably something that you have never considered doing. So I want you to think for a minute. Let's say that you had a friend. It was a good friend. It was a friend that you liked, that you hung out with pretty often, that you just kind of find yourself together all the time. And however... Every time a camera comes out and people want to take pictures, she squeezes you out. Or she goes over to the other side of the room or kind of puts you on the side of the picture or maybe places you behind somebody else so that you're not really very visible in the picture. And even if this was a person that you loved and cared about, wouldn't that kind of hurt? It would, right? Like, think about it. That would hurt. But I want you to think for a minute. When was the last time that you took a picture of yourself and you specifically took it from shoulders up because you didn't want your body in that picture? Do you, I'm asking a question, Do you have mirrors in your home that are only 
shoulders up mirrors and not full length mirrors because you want to see how you look. You want to make sure you're presentable, but you don't actually want to look at your body. Now, I don't blame you for that because I went through that too. I think every one of us that has ever had a body issue does. I want to teach you something about your body that might change everything for you. Your body loves you so much. And what you need to understand is that you are not your body. You're kind of a three-part being. You are your body, your mind, and your higher self slash spirit slash soul. But your personality that has your name, that thinks the thoughts that you think, is not actually your body. Your body is a being that your spirit, the energy of your life, resides in and around. And your body loves you. Instead of thinking of yourself as your body, think of your body as your partner, as a part of you, as one whole piece that makes up the whole of you. And here's the key that you have to do. Right now, you don't love your body. And you need to learn how to love your body. And I'm going to help you with that today. Right now, I'm guessing, and I don't feel bad because I can guess this because these are things I've done and that I've seen other people do. Um, I, it's very possible that maybe you eat a snack, a treat, a meal, and then you stand up and you say, wow, I just pigged out on that. And I want you to reframe that. Instead, I want you to stand up and look at all the food that you ate. And your initial reaction might be to think, to call up guilt for eating that food. And I want you to immediately reframe that. And instead say, wow, that food was so good. I ate all of it and I barely noticed. I must have really enjoyed that. And by doing that, you reframe how the food goes into your body so that it goes into your body with appreciation rather than self-hate. Because the last thing you want to do is eat food with self-hate. Like if you had a salt shaker and a pepper shaker and a self-hate shaker, why would you pick up that self-hate shaker and sprinkle it all over the food that you're about to put in your mouth? Please don't do that to yourself. Instead, pick up the appreciation shaker and shake that all the heck all over that food and then eat all of that food with a whole lot of appreciation. And that will change how your body accepts and processes that food. With your body as your partner, it changes everything. The energy and Okay, here's the thing that your body does. Your body transmutes energy. That's pretty freaking cool. But how the intention that 
you put fuel into your body with which to be changed into energy affects how that food is transmuted into the energy that your body uses. So as you're putting food into your body, put it in with good intention. Put it in with love. Put it in as a gift for your body rather than a punishment. I want you to realize that your body is your partner. I want you to make your body your partner. Here's one thing that I did was I went in the bathroom and I looked at my body really closely. And I had a conversation with my body. And this was the first time that I had seen my body as separate from myself. This was the first time that this became a two-way conversation. And I looked at all the parts of my body that I loved and I named them. And I gave thanks for them. And then because I believe in truth and truth includes acknowledgement and I had just acknowledged the things that I loved, I also acknowledged the things that I desired to change. And it wasn't out of hatred and it wasn't out of shame. It was simply an objective acknowledgement of the things about myself that I think me and my body can do better together. And I pointed those things out to my body and then we had a conversation and I talked about how I wanted to change. I talked about how I felt, how I felt about my body and how feeling that way about my body affected how I felt about me and who I am. Because who Della is doesn't change based on what the scale says. But we had this whole talk. And we made a deal. I made a deal that I was going to do better. I made a deal that I was going to put higher quality fuel into me and different amounts of it. And I was going to figure out what fuels to eat at what times to be the best for my body. And I did those things. And I came out of that bathroom that day as a partner with my body. Not just carrying this workhorse around, but as a partner with it. And immediately, as soon as I began implementing my plan, my weight started coming off. It just melted. And that was, by the way, three years ago. So it's not like I just went on keto and lost 40 pounds and went, ta-da, and then a year later was 50 pounds up. I had this conversation with my body three years ago. And it made a difference. And I did those things too. Let's remember, I did those things that I told my body I was going to do. And my body did its part too. And I believe you can do the same thing. Let me help you understand something about your body. Your body has its own consciousness. Okay. Let's remember that God is everything. God is in everything. And that God has consciousness. And your body is one version of God. Your body is God manifesting itself in this 
physical creation, the likes of which man could not create if it wanted to, and we've tried. Your body is a phenomenal, phenomenal piece of God engineering because mankind couldn't figure out how to do this. So your body is God and God is in your body, just like you are God and God is in you because God is everything and we could never not be anything other than that which created us. And that means that your body is pretty dang powerful. And that means that every cell in your body has consciousness. You don't have to believe me. All I'm asking is that you don't not believe me. Every cell in your body has consciousness and every cell in your body loves you. I don't think you've ever considered this before because you probably never thought of your body as separate from you before. But think of it that way now and think of your body not as you but as one part of you that is actually separate from your personality and mind even though you share the same space and the same purpose. Your body loves you and your body wants to serve you. And every single time you sit down and eat that whole bag of chips and the double-sized mac and cheese and the double-sized energy drink and you start to think, ugh, I must be just fat and lazy to have done that. Your body goes, hey, we're not fat and lazy. We know how to handle this. Because allow me, if I may, to introduce you to Joe. Joe is a cell. Joe is a cell that lives in the Islas of Langerhans. I don't know if you know where the Islas of Langerhans is, but the Islas of Langerhans lives, is inside your pancreas. So Joe lives in the Islas of Langerhans inside your pancreas. And it's Joe's job to make insulin. And that means that every time you eat and every time it triggers your blood sugar, a signal goes to the pancreas, to the Islas of Langerhans, and says, hey, Joe, time for some insulin. Go to work. And Joe gets so excited. This is Joe's job. This is Joe's literal purpose. Joe was created to make insulin for you so that every time you eat, you have insulin whereby your body can process the food that you just ate so you can have the fuel to make your body work so that you can go around and do your life purpose. Joe's life purpose is to make insulin so you can eat good food so you can go live your life purpose. And Joe loves you. And Joe gets excited every time you eat. And whether you eat with excitement about the fuel you're putting into your body or whether you eat with shame and guilt, Joe feels the difference. He really does. And believe me, it's actually harder for him to do his job when that food comes in with shame and guilt instead of love and appreciation. It's so much easier for him to do his work when that food comes in with love and appreciation. Just like when grandma's making her apple pie, we all know the secret ingredient is love, right? And we all know that there's something special about it that that pie actually does taste better because grandma put love into it. 
your pancreas knows the difference. Joe and all of his friends and buddies, because he's got a lot of them down there, and they all love you too. They can tell the difference when you eat food with love and appreciation and when you eat food with guilt and shame. And they have to work a whole lot harder when that food comes in with guilt and shame. So think about that. But think about this too. Joe doesn't care. He loves you so much. He's going to go to work and he will work twice as hard if he has to, to make sure that you still get what you need out of that food because Joe loves you. And you might've looked down at your body that morning while you were getting dressed and called it names. You might have pointed out all the things that you didn't like about it and acknowledged those things instead of the things that you love about it. And you might have acknowledged those things in anger. And I want you to not do that anymore. When you notice those things about your body that you don't love instead of calling them names, and instead of having guilt and shame about it, I want you to remember Joe, because Joe loves you. And like Joe, every other cell in your body loves you. Even those fat cells, they love you so much that they will swell up to a multitude of their actual original size just to hold energy for you. Just to hold energy for you. And you can tell them that they don't have to do that anymore. You can talk to your fat cells and you can tell them, thank you for holding all of this energy for me. But what I know now is that because God is everywhere and I'm God and God is in everything, and therefore, there can never not be enough of anything. Therefore, I'm always going to have enough. Therefore, I'm always going to have enough to eat. And I'm always going to have enough energy. And so thank you, fat cells, for holding on to all that energy for me. But I relieve you of that duty. In fact, I ask you now to dump that because it's unnecessary energy storage that we don't need anymore. So let's, let's get rid of that. And I believe that the best study is a self-study. I am not asking you to believe me. I hope you don't. I want you to find out for yourself. I want you to look for your own proof because I can't give you proof. But you can do your own self-study and you can get the proof of this for yourself and I hope that you do. I hope that you do the same thing I did. I hope that you stand in front of a mirror. I hope that you touch all the parts of your body that you love. Find one. There's one. And find another one. And find another one. And keep going. For as long as you can. And then... Acknowledge the parts of your body that you don't love. You have to see the dirt on the floor in order to sweep it up, right? But do this without guilt and do this without shame. 
do it objectively. And then have that talk with your body. Talk to Joe down there in the Isles of Langerhans in your pancreas, who's pumping out insulin for you anytime you want. Tell him thank you. And tell all, all of those other cells thank you. And then figure out a plan together to have more effective use of energy, to have more effective use of the fuel that you put into your body. And then learn how to be more effective about the fuel that you put into your body. Because you are the steward of your body and it is your responsibility to manage those things. I'm serious about this, guys. If you want to change your body, if you want to lose weight, I challenge you to try this. Start with this. I don't care if you use Weight Walkers, Watchers, or Atkins, or Keto, or what you choose. But I challenge you to make a self-study and start with this. Start with having a conversation with your body wherein you become friends. And that doesn't mean you have to like all those parts of your body all of a sudden. Nobody's asking you to. You don't have to be friends with your partner. But if you're going to make it work, you have to be willing to be a partner. And I believe you can do that. And I believe if you do, that this is one of those things, the understanding of which and the doing of which might change everything for you. And the reason that I can so confidently tell you that is because this changed everything for me. And starting three years ago, I lost, how many pounds is that, 50, 60? And it's still gone. In fact, my body feels great. I'm 44, guys. And I have more energy than I've ever had. By the way, I sleep in typically four-hour segments rather than one eight-hour segment. And it works very well, especially because I work nights and I'm up a lot at night and I travel. And doing those four-hour sleeping segments allows me to get the sleep in when I need it without robbing me and, and interfering with when my life needs to move. <laughs> and that may or may not be something that works for you. But if you're having a problem with your sleep, that's something you might want to consider. I don't even believe that that is necessarily just because it works for me, that it will work for everybody else. Because I've talked to some people who use the four hour sleep thing and it works great for them. And I've talked to people who it doesn't. So Again, it's just worth trying. Guys, your challenge this week is to make friends with your body. That's all. Make partners, have a conversation, do it in whatever way works for you. But take away some guilt and shame related to your body and start to be friends and start to be a friend to your body. Hey, also, you might remember that we were hoping to have Simon Kaufman, the comedian, on the show today. 
I talked to Simon yesterday and he was in a car accident. So he is in the middle of getting some aches and pains checked out. So please, guys, let's all send some positive vibes in whatever way you like to do that. Send that Simon's way. One way that my friends did it for another friend that was sick and upset was they two of my friends got in their car and uh, just screamed. They just screamed on behalf of their friend. And if that's what you want to do for Simon or say a prayer or send some light, whatever, but please do that. And guys, you've been listening to the extraordinary talk show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show, or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of the extraordinary talk show.